Si tienes cualquier duda o sugerencia sobre el show, por favor mándanos un email por questions arroba no te rindas podcast punto us. Welcome to Listen, Smile y No Te Rindas, a podcast for hispanohablantes in conversational American English hosted by me, Gabe, and my brother, Greg. We are the proud sons de un mexicano, but English is obviously our first language. Thanks for listening as we help you improve your English in a relaxed, friendly space. Let's get to today's topic. Hey, Greg, what's going down? Oh, not much. What's going down with you? I think I'm going to be um, going to the chiropractor in a little while. My neck's been bothering me, so they're going to give me a nice crack. <laughs> what's going down with you? That'll be a good relief. Um, I have to take my dog, Lily, to the park later today because if we don't exercise her, she will be bouncing off the walls. No good. No good. <laughs> Our topic today is um, super useful, and it's about the word play in English. Now, everyone who's listening to this would know that play is, of course, juega or jugar, You can also have a play in a theater, which is an obra de teatro. But um, today we're going to talk about some of those other uses of play that um, may give you a little bit of trouble because they might use like prepositions or they may use some level of idiom that makes um, makes makes things a little awkward uh, when it's your turn to understand them or say them. Y quiero decir que en este show queremos proveer ejemplos en español y en inglés y que estamos aquí para apoyar a los hispanohablantes. Okay, so before we begin the uh, the use of the word play, uh, Gabe is going to go over some of the words that you're going to hear in English uh, in Spanish so that you'll know what they mean. Take it away, Gabe. Sure. <clears throat> some of our examples today are going to have some words that are, are common, but uh, not super common. Um, one is the uh, word or phrase tie rods. Uh, tie rods are a part of the car uh, that's used for steering or controlling where the car goes. So tie rods are like las barras de dirección. Um, another part in a car that we're going to use in this example is steering wheel. A steering wheel, of course, is el volante, the part of the car you turn to control where the car goes. Um, and uh, the third word that you may not know is a toupee. A toupee is something uh, sometimes called a hairpiece um, that men use primarily uh, if they are bald. And so this is un peluquín. So you may notice that I could use a peluquín, although I don't wear one. <laughs> Right. I'm headed in that direction. Um, <laughs> so uh, the first really common example of play uh, that we use in, in American English <clears throat> that you'll hear is player, uh, when someone is a player. And then this is often uh, changed to the more vernacular version, playa, uh, which you will sometimes see or hear. So a player or a playa in this Uh, instance, it would be um, el papichulo. So a player is someone uh, that is uh, very interested in, uh, particularly in, in relationships with women. 
So yes, or maybe maybe he's not interested in relationships with women, but they're interested in relationships with him. He um, he loves and then leaves. That's a playa. And my favorite expression, Gabe, of this I don't know if you've ever heard it. I saw it on a T-shirt. Was um, don't hate the playa, hate the game. Like right. <laughs> don't be don't be mad that I'm really good at this. Hate the fact that the system makes it necessary for me to be so good at this. I've, I've definitely heard that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What about our next one? Well, uh, the next phrase that's really common uh, in American English with the word play in it is something having a little play in it. Right. So that would be like suelto, um, something that is um, a little bit um, loose, uh, not very tight or, or rigid. Um, exactly. Can you think of an example? Yeah. Um, anytime that you're turning a handle uh, in your day, if the handle turns, but the valve or the tool that it's adjusting doesn't move, that has a little play in it. Um, so when you turn your steering wheel in your car, if you have an older car, sometimes the tires, the wheels themselves don't move, right? They don't turn. And so you have to give an extra tug, an extra pull on the steering wheel. Uh, you would say uh, that the you know the there's too much play in the tie rods. There's too much play in the tie rods. Just means that they're not tight anymore, and so there's a little play in it. Uh, there's a too much play in it, or a little bit of play in it. And sometimes you want a little play in something, like if you're assembling something, uh, because you need it to pop into place. Like you need a piece of plastic that you have to bend a little bit before it pops into place. You need it to have a little play in it. Okay. Yeah. What's our next one? <laughs> when uh, Ella and I were putting a bed together recently, we were really glad that there was some play uh, in one of the pieces because it was really hard to get together. Absolutely. Um, so the next one would be to, the phrase get played, to get played. And that would be like ser jugado. So this would be uh, like to be to be fooled or to be deceived, uh, to be taken advantage of. Uh, those are all things that uh, get played can mean. Yeah. And, you know, the word get, we're going to have a whole bunch of time to talk about get in the future because it's such a problem between English and Spanish. But uh, ser jugado is to be played, I guess, in English and be played does make sense. But uh, if you get played, it's it's it stresses that someone else has done the action. They've taken advantage of you. So like an example, Gabe, would be, oh, man, you know, I'm really sorry that you bought all that cryptocurrency. Yeah, I, I really got played with that. I, I bought a whole bunch of doggy coin instead of doge coin. <laughs> and, um, I, and it turns out that it's completely worthless. So I, oh. I definitely got played there and yeah, it sounds, I'll be making that mistake again. Sounds like you got played doggy coin. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Next. The, the next one is a play on words, um, you know, especially as uh, English learners, um, people will often tell you this phrase. Oh, that's just a play on words um, and un juego de palabras. So it is uh, it's something in it, it, that's used where it, the literal meaning uh, may not make sense, but it's understood to mean something else. Or it can be uh, something like uh, cha changing the sound of a word a little bit to to make it funny. Uh, in a context. So I don't know if you've got some examples, Greg. Yeah. It's anytime, uh, like he said, there's, um, there's a little trick to it. So there might be two meanings to the same word or sentence. And so it's like a clever acknowledgement to the listener 
that, hey, I'm saying two things um, because of how I'm saying it. And um, the, my favorite example of this in Spanish uh, by far is uh, when I was in Tabasco recently, my, my cousins took me to Los Hijos de la Tostada, which is, I think is a chain of restaurants. But obviously Los Hijos de la Tostada, if you're Mexicano, is a play on Los Hijos de la Chingada. That's hilarious to me. That's super funny. Uh, and, and they had tostadas, of course. It was delicious. And then in, in, in the United States, we had a restaurant. Uh, I don't know if it's still around, but it was called Lettuce Surprise You. Lettuce Surprise You. And, you know, lettuce, as you know, is lechuga. And surprise, which would be sorpresa, has the word soup in it. It's spelled S-O-U-P, uh, which surprise is not spelled that way. Uh, so it was also a play on words or a juego de palabras, uh, let us surprise you. Um, loved that place. It was delicious. And I think a very clever name. Now, another time we may talk about uh, a whole episode on these plays on words, which are called puns in English. And puns um, in, in at least in Mexican Spanish have a certain flavor to them, a certain category called albures. Uh, play on words in English does not have to be as uh, tan fuerte como uh, un albur. Right? It's, it's, it could just it could be silly. And dad jokes are examples in English of a play on words that um, that are for children. And we'll probably have an episode on that as well. All right, Gabe, what's the next one? All right, the the next one is to play along or to go along. Um, this if you play along with something, um, that's like apaciguar. Um, it could be like aplacar or even fingir in, in some cases. So it's, so if you're playing along with something or you're going along, you're, uh, you're pretending, uh, that you believe one thing when actually you, you don't actually believe it. And it's usually about power a little bit. Like it, you're going to get something that you want or you're going to avoid something unpleasant because you're playing along. So an example of that would be, um, you show up at your cubicle, you show up at your office, and your boss has just worn, for the first time, they're debuting, está estrenando un peluquín, right? They're wearing a toupee, <laughs> and it's horrible, but everybody is whispering at you, just, just play along, just play along, it's okay. Just go along with the idea that it looks fantastic, Right. Mr. Mr. Johnson, you're going to see Mr. Johnson and he's going to be wearing a toupee, but you need to play along. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Just so play what along. You, what do you do when Mr. Johnson comes to your office or your cubicle? Um, gosh, did you get your haircut, Mr. Johnson? It looks really nice today. <laughs> exactly. Okay. What's our next one? <laughs> our, our next one is uh, play it by ear. Um, so if you play something by ear, that is improvisar, right? So that's to, to just to improvise or to, to, um, do something without any preparation or planning or training. Yeah. Um, this is a musical metaphor that someone who's not been to school, uh, to learn music, but they have maybe perfect pitch or they have some kind of innate talent. They can play something by ear. And this has come to mean in general American English that you're going to, um, not follow the plan and you're not going to commit. That's the important part. You're not going to commit to following the plan. So um, for example, if my children ask me if they can do something, 
Um, in Spanish, I might say, vamos a ver, or a ver. And they know that that means we're probably not going to do it. But in English, I could say, uh, well, let's play it by ear. You know, let's just play that by ear, which means if all things line up, right, if everything is going great, we'll do it. But, um, but we're probably not going to do it. And so, uh, Gabe, would you read the example about uh, going to Chattanooga? Yeah. So like your your son might say, Dad, could you take me up to Chattanooga this weekend? I want to go to the aquarium. <clears throat> well, um, you know, I got some stuff to do. Let, let's just play it by ear. OK, what about uh, our next one? Does not play well with others. Right. So this uh, this is another one that uses play, uh, but it's very commonly used, especially um, um, among adults, even though does not play well with others. It was originally associated with children. So it does have a range of meaning, but it's it's like does not play well with others is like no se lleva bien con or um he does not play with others would be like, you know, es desagradable or introvertido. Um, so I, I don't know. Can you think of some examples of when we might say he does not play well with others or she doesn't play well with others? Yeah, this uh, this is a culturally charged statement. I don't know if you would agree with that, Gabe. But when you say that a grown up does not play well with others, there's a there's a flavor to this of um, like, leave this person alone. Like if you mix with this person, if you meter la guchara, so to speak, you're going to, um, you're going to get whacked on the nose, right? You're going to get the newspaper whacked on the nose. Um, so like maybe you have an engineer in your company uh, and you need the engineer to advise on a team of other people that are like marketing or sales. And so someone says, uh, Hey Gabe, we need, an, we need uh, you know, one of the engineers to, to work on this project with, with those other guys. How about Dan? Uh, no, I, I wouldn't recommend Dan. Dan is one of those guys that does not play well with others. Um, he really, oh. he really does better working on solo projects by himself. And that might be a good thing that Dan works, uh, well solo on projects, uh, does not play well with others does not mean that the person is a, a person who lacks quality. They don't have quality. It just means, um, they need to work by themselves. Yeah. Right. All right. Our next one. Um, to make a play for, to make a play for, uh, is like intentar conseguir or tirarle los perros, right? Uh, so I don't know if you can give an example of make a play for in English. <sighs> so, uh, what I love about make a play for is it has two meanings and one of them is social and one of them is not, but they're both about power. And so, uh, I teach in, in schools and sometimes when I've taught in a high school, somebody will show up, uh, covered in Axe body spray. You know, they're, they're, they smell really, really strong of, uh, you know, cologne or something. And so someone might say, Hey, uh, did you, did you smell Freddie? He, he's covered in Axe. I think he's going to make a play for that new girl in period three or something like that. Right. Um, have have you ever um, have you ever walked into the grocery store, Gabe, or walked through a hallway and been knocked over by that axe smell before? Right, they smell they smell really masculine and really strong. Um, so you think, man, they they must be making a play for somebody. They're trying to get get a girl's attention. Absolutely. And then the other meaning uh, is the intentar conseguir. 
like you're making a play for power in an organization. So an example of that might be that Martha Stewart is making a play for the ownership of Televisa so she can sell bed linens and sheets and blankets on Mexican TV stations. You know, watch out, Carlos Slim. Martha Stewart is making a play for you. Right. <laughs> exactly. Well, uh, that's all uh, the the examples we wanted to cover today, but I did want to see if we could go back over and do a quick review. Um, so let's see. One we talked about was a little play in it, Greg, and what would that be? A little play in it would be like suelto, okay? Right. An- another example uh, of play was play on words. What would a play on words be? Thinking, thinking. Uh, that would be like a juego de palabras. Yes, juego de palabras, a play on words. Um, we Something we often do at work is we play along with something uh, or we go along with it. Okay, so that would be like apaciguar or aplacar with just a touch of fingir. Right, that's exactly right. And then... Um, the one we just talked about to make a play for, if you're going to make a play for something. So this one has two meanings. Uh, the social one is tirarle los perros. I love that expression in Spanish. And then the other one, a little bit more direct is intentar conseguir. Got it. That's exactly right. Um, well, uh, here is where we would usually thank our patrons, uh, and we do appreciate our patrons. Uh, but Greg's going to take a little bit of time because he has a special thank you he wants to give. Yeah, you know, this podcast is fairly new. We're, we're still uh, getting better at it, developing it. And we've had a few uh, key people who've listened to it and given us uh, advice, and I just really want to thank them. These are my friends Pedro in Spain, Ceci in Mexico, Victor in Mexico, Luis, uh, quien es mexicano, pero vive aquí en Georgia conmigo, y Bibiana in Colombia. Thank you so much for your feedback and the time you spent helping us be better. Really, guys, thank you. Well, Gabe, that's our show, and um, I hope that your dog is uh, able to constrain herself for just a couple more minutes as you get in the car and go to the park. Well, when what happens with her is I have to, uh, I have to pretend like I'm, uh, when I'm getting my keys that I'm not actually going to take her, take the, uh, take her to the park. So, um, and sometimes she'll just play along with it and she won't get excited. But most of the time when she sees me get the keys and the jacket, she's like, okay, we're going to the park. And so I ask her, do you want to go to the park? And oh. she goes crazy. So oh, we, uh, that's so much fun. Looking forward to that. Well, guys, thanks for listening today. We hope uh, we've been a good help to you. And Greg, I hope you have a great week, my friend. Thank you so much, bro. Um, and listeners, don't give up. Keep listening to Conversational English. And uh, thank you for letting us be part of your English learning process. Ciao. Ciao. No te rindas. No te rindas. <laughs>